Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is the 12th of January, 2021. It is a Tuesday morning. It's projected to be a crazy month, at least in the U.S., and we are just trucking along. We can't stop the days from coming. We can only do our best in them. Imagine, this is it right here. It's just starting our day talking about truth. And as I was writing this, up this morning because I sometimes, you know, forget how fast Christ can go. And I've learned to just bullet point a few things if he says anything. Sometimes I don't get anything. But really the truth about truth is understanding lying. Because we've all been in a position where we have not been able to say the truth without getting in trouble, which we will try to protect ourselves from, being judged, being looked down on, being hurt, depending on the relationships we have. Because I never really met, unless someone has sociopathic issues, someone who actually wants to lie and then see people scramble and what happens. And I know parents who have done that to children, but then they had certain personality issues, mental issues, that they looked normal on the outside, so no one suspected that what they were doing to their children was hurting them, setting them up to be looked at by the family as inadequate and inept. And I'm I'm dealing with something like that over on the side. And I, I was actually so heartbroken because I do know everybody involved. But that is a different issue because that person needs a different kind of help than just, I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want to get in trouble. So we hold on to these secrets and these lies that start to destroy us. And when it destroys us, what is it going to do? It's going to be the, the template 
Because every time we talk to the people we lied to, we know we lied to them. Or if we're the ones being lied to, what is it? We feel something's wrong. We don't know what it is. But when there are lies and when there are secrets, they block real intimacy in the relationship. Whether it is a husband and wife, partners, children and their parents, if you're lying to your children, co-workers, because emotional intimacy is the prize. When my dad used to say, anyone can have a relationship, or every, anyone can have sex, but not anyone can have a relationship, without him even knowing what emotional intimacy is or was, because English isn't his first language, he was telling me that. Because intimacy, to be real, is based on trust and authenticity. That that feeling that no matter what you did, you can say it. And if you can't say it, you just didn't do it. And I know that sounds so simple, right? Well, I just won't do it. But then... You, You say, but I really want to. And it's okay. They won't know. But then they do know because the minute you walk in the door, your kids might even say to you, Mom, Mom, there's something different about you. And you're like, like what? I don't know. There's something different. Or your husband walks in the door and you go, Hey, honey, are you okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they start giving you an over-detailed story, which we do when we have a secret or a lie hidden inside of us, trying to get out, right? It's like knocking on this door and no doors opening, right? Nobody's home because you cannot share. It's that wedge. It just kind of comes in and hangs out and doesn't want to leave unless you can come clean to yourself. Like even say to yourself, instead of justifying the lie, like, well, I have to. Because if I don't, I can't live my life. And I was younger and I had a boyfriend, like a first boyfriend, boyfriend that, you know, you would probably introduce to your family. And I couldn't do it. Because my family doesn't allow or didn't allow us to have boyfriends. And if we did, we were bad, bad, bad. And I'm like, but this is the time of life when people fall in love and, you know, start thinking of their life and begin to separate from their family to build their lives. But that wasn't happening in ours. We weren't allowed to grow up. We weren't allowed to have that biggest subset of feelings. But I had them, and I didn't know what to do with them. So I couldn't tell my parents. And I had to lie if I wanted to see this boy. And to me, it felt worth it. 
And I remember before I lied, because it was a big deal that I was going to lie. Because once I was going to lie, I was going to have to lie a lot. Because the relationship was going to be there. It was going to be there. So what will happen after this lie? And I couldn't see this one coming, believe it or not. I knew that I may just have that answer for today. But I remember pulling over in my car. So I was driving, but still living at home. And I had a talk with God. And I said, you know, God, I am going to have to lie to my parents. And for those of you who have heard this before, I cannot believe I did this at that age. But I did talk to God about it. And I said, oh, you know, (laughs) I'm going to have to lie. Because my parents don't understand what it is I'm going to be lying about. They don't believe in boyfriends or falling in love or feeling like you are. Whatever it is we go through at our age. They don't believe in any of that. All they believe in is you get married for security and you raise your family and that is your respect. That is your reputation. And if you don't do that, you go from being super good and up on this pedestal to being disowned from your family. So those were my choices at the time. So I said to God, I'm going to lie to my parents, but I don't know how to live the life they want me to live, and they don't know how to let me live the life I know how to live. And I did. That lie accelerated to everyone finding out, because you can't hold on to something like that for too long. And my life being threatened by somebody in my community that I I didn't even know, but found out about it and didn't want their daughters to pull something off like that and break the norm, that, that control that they've had on all of us. So I did tell a lie and I did have a secret. And it did block my relationship with my parents, with my whole family and with my community. I was unable, able to fully participate because every time I would go to an event or do something, I did feel like, wow, they love me now, but wait until they found out who I really am. And really am was just somebody who had a boyfriend. And I would laugh to myself and go, wow, in other cultures, this is what people want to do this is like they won't even go to a wedding without a plus one that was before we'd call them plus ones if you were older and every time your family would meet you they'd say honey do you have a boyfriend that was never asked in my culture are you kidding it'd be more like you better not but that lie accelerated to me running away from home Because now that everybody knew, I openly was fighting for my life. But when it was the lie, I was so busy trying to hide the lie that it took all my energy 
to hide that lie. Everything I did was based around how each and every day I was going to find a way to find some time that I can say I was here or I was there until it all blew up. And then once it blew up, initially I was told to cut everything off. I did sneak again. And then I openly just ran away from home. And I know it sounds funny to say at 20 or 21, you ran away from home. But in our culture, you stay home until you get married. So all that being said, that lie consumed my life. And it consumes anybody's life. So who lies most in a relationship? Actually, men lie more than their partners. In 10, claim to do it regularly. One in three of the 2,000 adults questioned admitted that the lies they tell their partners are serious lies. Unsurprisingly, given these facts, a quarter of our population don't completely trust their current partners. And if you delve into a relationship, issues there, and nobody knows how to put their finger on it. Maybe it's because you did this. Maybe it's because you did that. You can't figure it out. So anything they do, from leaving a sock on the floor to a, what do they say they used to say gets people super mad? The, the tube, what is that? The toothpaste tube, you know, the cover of the tube, you leave it somewhere else. Now everything's attached, but back in the day they used to say that. Doesn't that make you upset when your partner leaves the, um, I can't believe I don't remember the word for that, for the toothpaste tube, the cover, the cap, why they leave the cap everywhere else. But really, it's that feeling like the rug is always shaking under your feet. But why did they lie? Could the lie be that the person they live with has unrealistic expectations of the relationship? Could it be that the partner got in a relationship and maybe realized it's not the best place but figured that they could be who they thought they could be without that person and then be with that person as well? Because no matter how we try to justify it, the minute we tell that first lie or continue to lie, just like mine, it's going to blow up one day. It's going to blow up one day. Finding out about the lie will tell you both more about your relationship than holding on to the lie. That's the truth about truth. Once we tell the truth, we both can make clean and clear next steps. We forget the power of truth because the lie consumes us. 
or even more lies. Because one lie leads to another, leads to another, becomes a way of thought, survival in the person's mind. And why do men lie more than women? Because men don't usually have a relationship where they talk things through. Women talk a lot. What was that study that did that women say 5,000 words a day and men say about 1,500? We have confidants, best friends, someone we listen to and listens to us, and we run things by them, and it's a trusted, safe environment. And men don't do that, generally. They will not admit to anybody else, hey, I'm talking to this woman. Even if nothing's happened between them, there's just this pure love, this safe place. And every once in a while, emotionally, it may get really close to wanting to cross the line, but the two people say, hey, that's, that's not right right now. That's just the starvation for emotional intimacy. That's what that is. And then on top of it, because they don't have the emotional intimacy in the relationship or they not would not have had this other best friend that happens to be a woman or just somebody that the partner would feel threatened, maybe even the mother of the person. They already don't feel like they are accepted by their partner. So they don't want to add to the till. Because let's say it is that that man's mother that he may confide in or hopefully try to confide in, the partner will look at that as two against one and not trust either. But the question comes back to why cannot why can the relationship not handle who I really am, whatever it is? Why couldn't my parents handle who I really was? Because the things I was doing were the complete opposite of what the entire community teaches their girls they can do. So when it comes to the lie blowing up, because most of them eventually do, it may end the marriage or it may give the marriage a brand new beginning. If a person sincerely lies, we know it because it troubles them. But forgiveness is not automatic because you can't just take your hurt and put this umbrella over it and stop it from the rain getting to it because eventually you're going to be caught without the umbrella. You have to forgive from heart when you're ready. Give yourself time to go through that grieving process of the realization that, hey, you know what? My relationship isn't as open as I thought it was, and I really want it to be. And I can use this as an opportunity to repave who we are together with love 
or I can pretend it didn't happen, or I can just say I forgive you so that we can go back to normal. Which sounds really easy, but you don't want to go back to normal because going back to normal is why you guys are both in this position in the first place. At the end of the day, not about lying or cheating or holding back or not including, but it all goes by to why do we tell a lie? What is that root cause of lying? Well, the main reason people lie is low self-esteem. They want to impress and please and tell someone what they think they want to hear because then the attention is not put on them. An example would be like an insecure teenager who who lies to gain social acceptance from their peers, from their people at school, from their friends. They don't know yet there's a consequence to lying. They don't know what it feels like yet to hold on to that lie. But the root, the root root of it is the low self-esteem. Because now that lie is supposed to do some of the work for you that you probably just haven't figured out how to do yet for yourself. So why do we tell that lie? If we know the root reason is low self-esteem, anytime you feel like you have to boast or you just want to get someone off your back, You don't want to tell them the truth for whatever reason. Instead of thinking of the outcome of, okay, now I told this lie, think of why you're doing it and remind yourself, like, why why does my self-esteem feel so compromised that I feel like I have to lie? Because that's facing ego and that energy of lying as an option And once you can tell yourself the truth about it, instead of saying, I'm not really lying, I'm just not telling someone something they don't want to hear. So now they defined lying by saying they're not really lying, right? Something to really think about. The lie told by you. You remember when we were in kindergarten? And they used to have show and tell, and you would bring something and you'd tell everybody about it. And you brought your favorite toy, and you told everybody about it, and why it was your favorite toy, and how you held it when you slept or when you were scared, how it goes with you everywhere you go. Almost like a pet, right? It's, it's part of your life. People, when they hear that, And, of course, you're going to be telling the truth. You're in kindergarten for the most part. We're not into grandiose stories yet. Not like that. Everyone feels closer to you. They know something about you. They know it's true. And it's good information. They can build on that. Because let's say you brought a teddy bear, which is an easy example, very low-hanging fruit. But you, you brought a teddy bear and... 
now everyone knows you like teddy bears, and someone will say, this is just like your bear. Oh, let's draw bears. They are connected. They bonded. Because we are hardwired to the truth. Now, let's say we brought that same bear, but we were older now. Let's say we were in fifth grade and we had a show and tell, which I never had one in fifth grade, but let's just for theory take it up that far. Are we going to tell them how this bear is our security blanket? How it helps us when it's dark in our bedroom and we go to bed and we hold on to the bear and feel like we're safe? We're going to say, hey, this bear's been with me, and it's been with me through thick and thin. The way we talk about it is different. It's more like we've made the bear cool. doesn't mean it's not true. It just means how we talk about it. One day I'll outgrow this bear. I don't really hold it every night. Whatever we start saying. But even at fifth grade, we can't really lie about the bear. We wouldn't even bring the bear. We may bring something cool that represents us, a guitar we've learned to play. But in every situation, it's just a reflection of where we've grown and the fact that what we bring tells the world who we are. But we're growing, and that's how relationships are. At every stage of the relationship, It may be a different language you use together. It may be a different way you talk to each other. But if you just say what it is, share who you are. It doesn't have to be a guitar or a bear. It could be how you feel about them being late, coming home from work every day. Instead of trying to mask it, you could say, hey, we're at a different point in our relationship right now, and I may not talk about the bear like I did when I was in kindergarten, but how would I talk about it in fifth grade? Well, you know, I hang on to it sometime. Well, in your relationship, you hang on to your relationship all the time, but now you feel like something's different. So instead of trying to question the person, just say, I feel like something's different. Straight to the point. As early as you know something isn't right, even if it's that same day. Because what will happen when you face a lie that you don't know is a lie yet, but you feel like something isn't right, and you go back in history, let's fast forward to two or three months and everything blows up, not only will you trust your instinct, but your partner will trust it too. Because the minute you say that, even if they don't fess up and they did lie about where they were or why they were there, you can always say, I called it. I I thank God that my instinct is so sharp. And they will also go, gosh, how did how did he know or how did she know? Wow, she really pays attention. Jeez. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I doing anything I have to lie about? Because the truth about the truth is to understand why I'm lying. Why I need to lie. And if it's your partner, you can say, hey, 
you know what? As long as you and I are honest with each other throughout our lives, maybe that's one of the things that we can say instead of trying to hold on till death do you part. Don't let your death be emotional. Not just about physical death. We all think of the physical, well, if you died, will I still be there? And then, you know, you've been emotionally dead for years. Well, it's hard to stay when you're emotionally dead. Another truth about truth. It's hard to stay. But if the deal was, hey, let's tell each other the truth as we go, because I don't want either one of us to our lives out of our lives. I want to be in a good place with someone. How about you? Does that matter to you? Because if it doesn't, maybe we aren't the best match. Push it to that so that you can have the real conversations you need to have. You guys, my time is up. I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.